Hello and welcome to Two Guys in a Podcast with Ben and Colin. I'm Ben. And I'm Colin. Let's get this show on the road. Hello, Ben. How are you this week? Tired, Colin. Tired. Are you? Me too, man. But you know what? No more football for you, right? Is it too soon? Can I say stuff like that? Uh, no more football for me. Well, I mean, how dare you? T- <laughs> no, um, I'm still a big fan of football, and I thought we would uh, thought we might talk about. Did you watch any of the playoffs this weekend? Uh, well, as much no, as I got to, no, you didn't. No, I watched the Bills game, part of it, most of it, actually. Well, they struggled. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a game, but I mean, you know, pulled it off at the end, so. But we'll, uh, I thought maybe we would just take a second and review like the scores and like the big moments of uh, surprises and upsets and all that. It was a big weekend. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't watch the Seahawks or the 49ers, correct? No, I didn't, didn't get to. Yep. Okay. That one was kind of a blowout. Um, 49ers are looking pretty tough. They're eight and one at home. And, uh, the playoffs are going through that. Well, no way. I'm sorry. They're number two seed, I think. So, their only hope is that um, who is it? Uh, the Giants are going to Philadelphia, and their only hope is that the Giants beat Philly because that way the rest of the playoffs would be in San Francisco for the uh, NFC. So who's who's picked to win that? Uh, I mean, right now uh, it would be the Philadelphia Eagles would be favored over the Giants, but uh, the NFC is still. I don't know, man. It's pretty wide open, honestly. Like, I would say that it's going to come down to the 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. So that would be that would be at Philadelphia if that match happened. But uh, San Francisco has got to play the Dallas Cowboys now uh, because Tom Brady got his butt stomped last night. Did you watch any of that? I, I kind of glanced at the score a couple times. Um, when I mean, I, mean, I always thought Dallas was like supposed like a big joke team. Like they were just not good. Well, they're you're you're on to it, yeah. They're more of like choking artists, you know, like uh, choke artists. What I should say, not choking artists, but uh, yeah, they tend to have like these huge games, and then the next important game, they blow it, you know. Oh, okay. And okay. Like, but there was always a it was always a running thing in fantasy football, like Tony. You know Tony Romo, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, he was the Dallas Cowboys quarterback for like eight or nine seasons or whatever it was, and he would have like. 300, 400 yard games, five touchdowns, right? And that'd be huge for a fantasy football, <clears throat> excuse me, fantasy football owner, like a, a team owner. But he'd also throw like four interceptions to lose the game, uh, their game, not yours as yeah. a fantasy guy. But, but like the Cowboys would always lose, even uh, though okay. he would have a huge game. So, but no, they, they absolutely stomped the Buccaneers last night. And, um, yeah, I was really surprised, and I think I, I can't stand listening to Troy Aikman and Joe Buck talk. So uh, I watched the uh, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Manning cast on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Sure, and uh, and they make it entertaining. And and I don't know, like I said, I, I guess you didn't watch it, but the Cowboys kicker missed four extra points last night. Like I did see that. Simple, That's pretty embarrassing. Oh my gosh, dude. But uh, so does that mean like four Peyton kicks? Got... Does that mean four kicks he missed? Or yes. two kicks? No, four, four. kicks. Like oh, they scored four geez. times. They scored four times, and he missed four extra points. Like he finally got one. You know, uh, at what point do you just pull a Matt, guy? 
You well, say, man. okay, so you bring up a good point because Dak Prescott, the Cowboys quarterback, he was getting uh, visibly aggravated, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. And uh, there was one time when they were going to go for a field goal on fourth and two, and Mike McCarthy decided to go for it, and the kicker had actually run out on the field, you know, like <laughs> as if he was fixing it, you know. And then they were just like, no, get no, your ass back no. on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, go on, yeah. Go mean, on like, back it, there, pal. Go on. Yeah, back. <laughs> you can just see. I mean, I seriously like. It's a little bit over because he, he did so well the rest of the season, but this one game is so crucial to go on to the next step, right? Yeah, and if you yeah. miss four extra points, those aren't even field like those aren't even like hard field goals. They're like I think they're like twenty something yeah. yards. Yeah. Um. Uh, like I'd be afraid they'd fire me the next day, and they might. I mean, like they might try to find another <laughs> kicker for the next game. I mean, you know, it's uh, that easy to replace a kicker, but I don't know, man. I mean, like, he did a good job the rest of the season, but you think it's just woo. the pressure? Get, you think it's just the pressure that got to him? Or, I mean, what? It, it could I mean, be. A, it could be anything, dude. It could be how the the ball was hiked. It could be how the 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 place you know where he where the placeholder is hold it the way he's holding it <clears throat> it could has be has he the, said any has he said anything like in in uh well no not not at the time of this recording no i don't i don't know oh, yeah. what he's i mean i don't know they don't generally interview a kicker after the game you know what i mean well after something like, like always, that you'd kind of think they would they'd be like what well okay you? yeah that, that's that's fair but no they not that i saw now i went to i went to bed but uh, they probably did interview him. I just didn't see it yet, and that might be something we talk about <laughs> funny later. But the Cowboys stomped the Buccaneers. Uh, the Bengals beat the Ravens pretty, you know, easily. They beat they won by seven, but you wouldn't know it if you're watching the game. They they kind of gave it to him because Lamar Jackson was hurt anyway. So the Ravens had their second string quarterback in there. So you mm. can't really expect to win a playoff game with a second string quarterback. You know, yeah, still keeping it and within then, a touchdown. No, that's pretty good, right? I mean. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Um, and then, of course, the two big games that I thought were the Bills and Dolphins, which was way closer than I ever would have imagined it being. And you said that's the one game you watched, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw, I saw a pretty good part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. I would have I would have bet the Bills were supposed to beat them by double digits, but really they won by three. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, that's how close it was. But the big the big one was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Did you hear about that one? Uh-uh. Okay, they were down 27 points and they came, oh, and back, they came and beat back the Chargers. Yeah, yep. that's insane. I heard I did hear yeah. about that. Yeah, that is wild. I mean, how do you blow and a 27 you, point lead? I don't know. But I don't think I've ever even done tra- that on Madden. <laughs> uh Trevor Lawrence, the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know how he celebrated that night? Uh-uh. He went to Waffle House. Really? Yeah, there was uh there was TikTok videos I saw of him walking in with like a you know a crew of about a crew of about what was what the heck is going on here? Oh, I've got audio going on, sorry. Um anyway, my bad. Um okay. uh yeah, like there's just people sitting in uh IHOP and all of a sudden they look through the you know the glass doors or whatever, and here comes uh Trevor Lawrence with like his I guess his girlfriend, his buddy, and his girlfriend, and I was like, wow. You know, a multi-million dollar quarterback's just walking into IHOP at like yeah. know, nine o'clock at night or whatever it was. But but next week we got uh we got the Jaguars at the Chiefs. I know your yeah. uh, co-worker at the at the hospital will be rooting yeah. for the Chiefs, but I will be rooting for the Jaguars. All right. Uh Giants at Philadelphia New York Giants at Philadelphia Eagles. I'll be rooting for the Giants. I okay. think. 
I don't know. That's kind of tough. And then, of course, you got the Bengals at the Bills, and I will be hardcore rooting for the Bills. And then the last game of the weekend of this coming weekend will be the Cowboys at the 49ers, and I really don't care. I hope both teams kill each other. So. <laughs> But that's my uh, that's my football recap there. Um, who, who do you think who you do know, you think will take it this year? Do you have any Do you have any predictions? Unfortunately, I think Kansas City will probably win it all. You think they're so? Just, yeah, they're just that good. So, what do you but, have against What do you have against Kansas City? I, I'm not. This is it's just a jealousy thing, really. Um, uh, I don't like when a younger quarterback is better than my quarterback, as far as like. The, tro- the trophies and the rings. Sure. Um, I, I I have little doubt that Aaron Rodgers is one of the best ever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I have a problem with um, Patrick Mahomes having two Super Bowl rings and Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers only having one apiece. You know, uh, okay. that, that bothers me. But I do sure. love – I do love their head – Head coach Andy Reid. He was uh he was uh, Brett Favre's quarterback coach back in the day oh. in Green Bay. Oh, okay. So I love Andy Reid, but I don't like you know the praise they give Patrick Mahomes because I think he's had a fantastic team around him, mm-hmm. whereas Aaron Rodgers has had nothing around him except for Devontae Adams at one time, and then like you know he had he had a good core of receivers when he won the Super Bowl, but uh he, he's won MVPs without those people. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you're right. You know, I don't know. I'm rooting for the Bills because the Bills have never won a Super Bowl ever, and they've they've been to four. They went. To oh, that four would, yeah, that would be cool. Back. I mean, and now what? How many? How many Super Bowls does this this number? Uh, 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 do you even know? No, not off the top of my head. It's like fifty six or 50 something. I mean, um, and the Bills have never know. won. Have never won a trophy, huh? Period. Ever. Yeah. Well, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool then. I always kinda I mean, I always kinda root for the underdog. Um you know, well, at least for an underdog, year. but but well, yeah, but people you know, people uh, that go right. that have never, you know, because that'd be cool. Cause like that's what that was why it was so special back in uh twenty nineteen when the blues won the cup because they hadn't won uh a Stanley Cup in franchise history, I guess, and they were made in uh, I think they started in like six the sixties, I think, was when the blues were formed and and that was that was really 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 special. Um, I uh, I was Is that lucky a series. Enough. Did I do a series in that? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I was lucky enough. We watched. It was actually Game Seven um, against the Boston Bruins. We, uh, me and and April and my sister and her now husband, um, they uh, we all bought tickets to Bush Stadium and watched it on the jumbotron. Uh, at Bush Stadium, Game Seven. You know, it all came down to that. You know, each team had won three, really? and and so uh, yeah, we were so we were at Bush Stadium when they won the cup. That was that was that was pretty cool being in St. Louis and all that for that because they were playing in Boston. Otherwise, I'd have been right. I'd wanted to go to the game, but yeah, it was that so, was pretty that was pretty cool, man. That was that was pretty so cool. like. Uh, what does it cost to go to Bush Stadium to watch the game up there? Like, you know, I don't Bush even, Stadium. I don't even remember. It was, it, it, been, real it could expensive. have been very expensive. No, like probably no, 20, 30 bucks, maybe. That's, that's kind of the, the neighborhood I was thinking. Yeah, it wasn't much. I mean, cause pretty much you're just going to a, going to a bar to watch it on a big old TV. Uh, yeah, that's you what know? I, was gonna, I mean, it, it's obviously a very, very special because I mean, I drove all the way to Green Bay to watch Brett Favre uh, come out to the field and go, Thanks yeah. everybody, and like and like give like a five minute speech, and then we watch the rest of his speech on a big jumbotron, you know. Sure. And I'm just kind of like, I did that for four dollars because of he was right. number four, you know. 
and they filled the stadium up with 77,000 people, <laughs> you wow. know, the four bucks. Uh, so how, how crowded was Bush? Was, was it? Oh, it was, packed? it was packed. I mean, yeah, they didn't, I mean, obviously they didn't have like people in the outfield, like, because that's because you can't see the jumbotron from the outfield. But yeah, I mean, there was, you know, there was people on the lower decks. I don't know if they sold any upper deck tickets. I don't remember. It's been, you know, what, so three from years. third base now. to first base, that was all, that was the ticket sold, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. So That's yeah, it was pretty cool. Oh, it was very cool. Yeah. The only, the only thing that kind of brought it down, um, we were, we were leaving. Of course, everybody was going nuts, you know, and we were leaving and some people had a, uh, Boston Bruins jersey that they were burning uh in the in the stadium there and i was like i we told the security guard on the way out hey uh they're burning a jersey over there y'all might want to handle that and uh, the guy's like oh okay okay so then he ran off and i guess he handled it i don't know but uh that was that was really the only thing that kind of brought it down there were some people turned over a golf cart or something out in the street but i mean they were just being stupid can- you know yeah, Kentucky fans have done that where they've burned a couch out on the street corner and flipped over cars and stuff. It's just that, that that's that's a level of ignorance. I mean, like yeah, I can get I don't get super, it. super excited. Like I'm I mean, I could, you know, I could be like, ah, you know, and just like lose yeah. my mind and stuff. But uh, I mean, burning stuff and flipping yeah, over cars. That's 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 somebody's property, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. but but according to you, you know, you would wear just to go to the Boston uh brewers and the uh uh blues game you would wear a boston jersey right oh no that well you're talking about my nashville my nashville experience yeah <laughs> yeah i actually it's funny. I ran... that, uh, go ahead i was just saying i was rehashing that story of like your fandom i was like i just oh people yeah people have people have people have said stuff to me like i can't believe that he would do that like <laughs> he can't be a real fan i was like well, the dude loves hockey you know yeah um, man we, we were on we were, but, we were at ice ice level uh, and of course my, my like i don't understand um, my brother-in-law is probably like, man, what? A, I can't believe he sold out to our team like that. But, uh, but you know, it's I totally one thousand percent on your brother-in-law's side. I mean, like he has every right <laughs> to be like, a, I would be mad at all y'all or whoever did it. Um, <laughs> oh, it was all of us. It was it was oh all. Gosh. Of us. <laughs> I just can't believe that your sister did it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we all. Oh did. my gosh, man! Like <laughs> I could see. Okay, like here's where i could see doing it right like which actually i'm sorry i'm I'm sorry they 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 took their blue stuff off but they had like an undershirt stuff on that was the only stuff i had so because i had like i think a blues jacket a blues t-shirt and that's all i had um but you wore a predator shirt right oh yeah wow (laughs) yeah like i said i could see like me taking my wife to like an nsync concert or something that's something i wouldn't want to go to Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Hey, uh, we have this field access. You can get down here on the field or whatever, but you have to wear an NSYNC T-shirt." Now I could see that. That's a concert, and it's yeah. not a band that I would support. But for her to get down there closer to the stage or something, I would do that. But like for it, you know, if, if I, I don't even care if her favorite team was like, you know, the Minnesota Vikings, which they lost this weekend. Thank God, I, I, I relished in that. But um, <laughs> uh, um, they're just I a rival, right? They're like a crosstown, not really crosstown, but. Kind of a rival. bordering state, bordering state gotcha. rival. Yes, absolutely. They're like, I, in my mind, they're slowly getting closer and closer to my hatred for them, like the Bears. You know, like because oh, the okay. Bears is the, the the Bears is the oldest. You know, the Packers and the Bears are they might be they they rival like the Yankees and the Red Sox, like as far as sure. oldest rivals. And um, right. we've been playing each other for like a hundred years or whatever, and it's just it hatred. You know. 
but sure. the Bears are not as good. Say so the Vikings are a better team, and you know they're getting better and better, and they're they won the division this year. So this was the only time you ever hear of Packers, Lions, and Packers fans all rooting for the same team, and we were all rooting against Minnesota. So it's so funny <laughs> because I just I hate Minnesota, but anyway, well, the, en- yeah, the uh, enemy of my enemy is my friend, you know. So the enemy I get it. Of my enemy is my friend. There you go. Okay, yeah. I got you. I got you. So, um, you uh, watched the Mandalorian trailer last night. What did you think? Uh, man, it looks like it's going to have to do a lot with the Mandalorians. Um, I guess he's going to kind of step into that leader role. It feels like to me. You know, I've got a minor like, complaint. No, <laughs> he goes because he, he goes to Mandalore and all that stuff. But yeah, what's your complaint? I love his ship, his new ship, but like, where's the room in it? Like oh, he has bro, no it, room. it is not it is not practical for a bounty hunter. That's it's what I'm not saying, practical. man. Like no. he went from what was this what was his first one called? Uh the uh oh lord, this is so embarrassing. I, I go to you for this kind of stuff, man. Oh no, oh, it's wow. it's lost me. It's lost <laughs> me. <laughs> oh the uh, Razor Crest. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was driving yeah, okay. nuts. Yeah, okay. the Razor so Crest. The, yeah, Sorry. The Ooh. Razor Crest was his first ship, and man, it was so awesome. Like he had storage units for like bounties. He had for all like, of his carbonite. Yes, yeah, carbonite and a bathroom and, like, for heaven's sake. He, yeah, yes, he had walking around room and so now he's in a speeder from like or not a speeder, but um what well, Starfighter. Basically yeah, it's it's a it's a Starfighter from episode one. The yeah, yellow, the yellow Starfighter. Which is cool. Which is cool, well, but it's just not practical. It is, it is super cool because they put didn't they put speeder parts on it or something like? Well, she 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 adjusted it a little bit. She took out the, she said she took out the. Uh, I think she said she took out the R two unit or uh, the R two port or whatever. You know, so well, that's where could sit that's in where there. And, sit. But like, there's yeah. no room to move around. Like he literally, nope. like on a on a mission that he has to do some you know jumps or whatever man he's got to just sit there with like no leg room or nothing i, <laughs> I yeah. just that's my one thing about it i'm like yeah i just i don't know like i thought the idea was neat to give him a new ship you know because sure. the one that he had blew up but right except, maybe you think he'll change eventually or not I, I i would not be surprised in the least to see i don't necessarily know if they'll destroy the one he's got but he will i think he'll get a different ship by the end of the season because you're right. It's just it's just the the practicality the practicality of it is just not existent. Because again, how do you expect to store? I mean, you can't store a carbonite bounty on that thing. You can't store anything. I guess you can you put know? it on the hood. You know, and you just strap it <laughs> strap him to the top. You know, oh, just move over. That's stupid. Is it's he dumb. still a bounty hunter though? Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, it kind of looks like he he's going to go back to Mandalore. Uh, which is kind of nuts. Um, looks like he goes to Coruscant or somebody does. Um, man, I, I don't need know, to watch dude. it They're... again. I, I, I was, it was, it came on during football last night and, uh, mm-hmm. or maybe it was, is it last night or Sunday night? Either way. Um, so like, you know, football was pushing it pretty heavy because Disney owns ESPN, obviously. Sure. And, um, uh, they were, they were pushing it pretty heavy. And I kind of, in, you know, halfway paying attention, watched it and, uh, I thought it looked, uh, you know, like I said, you can't excite me anymore. I love the Mandalorian. Um, mm-hmm. It's an awesome show. And of course, I don't know all the small details like you and maybe like Billy or whoever, you know, else that loves Star Wars. But um, I- I'm looking forward to it. I just yeah. don't know. I-, I don't know how far they're going to be able to take it. You know, like, do we 
do we just keep making season after season or do we have an end point? You know what I mean? I mean, like, see, that, that was kind of, that was kind of my question sitting there watching it. Like I was kind of like, okay, so, so, cause you know, at the end of last season, that was when Luke came. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Luke had him. And then he Grogu went back to him and they had that big fight on, on uh Tatooine with the Rancor and all that. That was Boba Fett. Yes. That was where we that yes. was where we left him. That was where we left it. And so um, but he's got the Darksaber is the bottom line on Mandalorian. So when you have the Darksaber, that means you're the leader of Mandalore. So uh he I guess is gonna keep that role, which kind of surprises me because I thought, oh, uh, what's her name was kind of eyeballing it you know katie sackoff's character uh well, he's gonna have he's gonna have kickback because he took his helmet off and he's you know didn't well, she declare him a non-mandalore the, the armor yeah the the armor did but of course now katie sackoff's character i guess doesn't really live by that you know those three um that's true because she doesn't have a she takes her off all the time too right, right. yeah so uh and they've already said I think that Ezra Bridger is supposed to be on next season. Um and then Sabine from Wren Rebels, from, that, that, yeah, right? from from Rebels, yeah, they're supposed to be on there. But apparently he's going to Mandalore, um I guess to clear his name for you know, to kind of I guess retake some kind of ritual or something and be like, Look, I am a Mandalorian, which I mean I don't know, man. It's it, I'm excited. We were only about a month and a half away, so that's cool. Um, man, it's gonna be cool, man. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about it. He he needs to uh, learn how to use the damn thing, though. Like yeah, he, he uh, that wasn't was that Boba? That was Boba Fett. Whenever he was like fighting uh-huh. the main the main bounty hunter lady, right? Like yeah, yeah. Well, because that that's, like, that's where it got it gets real murky. See, I'm kind of with you, I man. Because I know because I'm like, wait a second. We left off season two with Luke taking Grogu, but then in Mandalorian, Grogu came back. So yeah, it's it's very it's very odd, odd. Well, to me, the only thing that there. saved Boba Fett. Uh, the only thing that saved Boba Fett from being a, just a decent show, not a, like a mm-hmm. good show, was yeah. the fact they had like whole episodes about Mandalorian. Like, there was I mean, an entire episode. A, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And like, mm-hmm. so I don't even know how you call that Boba Fett. Like, I, I don't know how you just kind of call it Mandalorian 2.0 or whatever. Like, because yeah. I was sitting there going, I, I was watching that episode going, man, am I watching Boba Fett or am I watching <laughs> the Mandalorian? Because like I said, Boba yeah. Fett has not even been in this episode at all. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think of... I don't think he was. I don't know if he even was in that. Like it was like the next to last episode of the season, and I don't think he even was in it, which is so weird. Which I, I don't know the I don't know the creative decision for that. I mean, I mean, obviously everybody loves Din Jaren and Grogu, of course, but like that was just such a that was such a pivot. I thought, um, which they messed up. I'll tell you where they messed up on on Boba Fett was they had him in the daggum back to tank for too long. Well, what I was gonna say, I don't disagree with that either. But what I was gonna say where they messed up with Boba Fett was is they humanized him too much. I think. Uh, don't you? I mean, he kind of let you see under his, the mask, kind of let you see under the mask and stuff, and way too much, way too much, yeah. like. Uh, to the point uh, where he didn't even wear his helmet that much, you know. Like, it, I bet he wore his. Uh, he, it was kind of like a, watching a Batman movie or a superhero movie where they're only Spider Man or Batman for like thirty minutes of the movie. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, I, I just I felt like they did a great job with uh the Sand People and him his their yeah. story, 
Yeah, that's that, that that, that's where the humanization should have stopped. Like he, um, he just got he got way too like sensitive about like other people's like freedoms and stuff like that, like the taking yeah. over the town and all that. I don't know. Yeah, man. like just, yeah, they kind of they kind of tried to. I've, go ahead. I, I've never been one to give a shit about Boba Fett, honestly. Right. I mean, like I just he it wasn't my cup of tea for five minutes of screen time during the the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Right. He went out like a chump. I mean, yeah. You can't you can't go out anymore like wussier. Well, I guess you could, but I'm saying like he went out such like a wuss when you hear the backstory and the legend of Boba Fett, you know, and yeah. he went, ah! you know, the fell yeah. into a, you know, the Sarlacc pit or whatever. Um, but I never cared. And as soon as they announced the book of Boba Fett, I was just kind of like, hey, okay, I'll what you got me, I'll watch it you know, and I'll probably enjoy it, but I just don't care, you know, like, yeah. And I, and I get that, uh, uh, like, well, they set the whole thing up to be almost kind of like a mob drama. Um, you know, he was, he was going to be this new, what Daimyo they called him. And so like, so, so well, he's, he's the new hut. Big... I mean, he's the new hut. Yeah. Remember? I mean, I mean he's the Java. Yeah. He's Java now. And even yeah. Java's what cousins or whatever come in. It was like, yep. Listen, you can have, you can have the territory or whatever. But then like, like you said, he, he hired the, uh, the fifties biker gang, which was weird. Um, and again, like, see, everybody's like, oh man, they're, they're too colorful for that. I don't even have a problem with that. I have a problem with the, with the low high speed chase. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and I have a problem with, and I, and again, I don't even mind their colors being vibrant. They were just the cleanest speeders I've ever seen in my life. And this is a dirt yeah, for a Tatooine or a sand planet that nobody takes care of anything. Um, I don't know. And then uh, I wasn't really a huge fan of just the greasers in general, but nah. uh, you know, but, 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 but I, I, and I liked the direction they were going. Like when he was meeting with like all the family members, uh, you know, around his like table, the round table. Yeah. Like yeah. The Cause of you're the like, cause you're like, Oh dude, he's going to be like this mob boss and he's going to be tough and everything. But then like, even then, like that I said, was kind of like soft, right? Yeah. I just, I wish he, I do wish he'd have been harder. I wish he'd have been harder. That'd have been pretty cool. But and then what was the Wookiee's name? I, I can never pronounce. Oh, his name uh, right. uh, uh, black, uh, black. Uh, see, if you wouldn't man, ask me, you are really, dude, really down been, on your man. Star Wars terms today. Well, listen, uh, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I used to be <laughs> a, um, I used to be, golly, I used to be all about all that stuff, and um, it's black Kersantan. By the way, I just you looked, looked it up, up though, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I did. Say. But um, but no, I, I used to be all about that stuff, and then I just I started growing up. Uh, Last Jedi happened. Uh, Last Jedi watered, like that, that that took you out of it a little bit, or what? It watered it watered my fandom down quite a bit, honestly. What? I'll be honest with you. Well, yeah, dude, because I mean, you got to think about it. I used to I used to know, like you said, all the lore. Uh, all that stuff you know and and then well and then of course well and this is the thing you complained about oversaturation happened and i you know and they come out with clone wars which was okay at the beginning but not great so i was like okay you know and then so i missed a few episodes of that when they started putting in big lore and stuff there and then they did rebels i watched a pretty good portion of that and then again i missed a couple episodes and there's a lot of lore there um and then they 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 got mandalorian and and they just they keep adding more stuff and honestly it's just about too much for me to consume um 
I'm telling you, I mean, how many years ago did I tell you that? You know, I oh, think it's it was been, yeah, by, yeah. Oh yeah, you called it I early. Think it yeah, was, yeah. Wasn't it as soon as Disney bought Star Wars? I think. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, something like, like yeah, yeah. It was back then. Uh, but like, like and then, and then, like, well, see, I wonder. I don't understand how Taylor Sheridan hadn't done. This is a this is a this is a subject jump, but I I don't understand how Taylor Sheridan is going to prevent from oversaturation saturation saturation on the Yellowstone stuff because you got what Breathe you got Yellowstone. Yeah, it's I don't already know happening, it. dude. It's already happening. I mean, like because what you, I get, you got Yellowstone, 1883, Keep in mind, all three fantastic shows. They're all very good. Uh, but then you've got four sixes, which nobody asked for, but we're getting anyway. And then supposedly he's working on a 1940s and a 1960s series. I'm like, That's do so we have stupid. to? I mean, yeah, it's just a lot. It's a lot. You know, well, it's a lot. Okay. You said they're all fantastic. I yeah. slightly disagree. 1883 was really good. But uh, I have my little my my little complaints on eighteen eighty three where the girl's voice we already talked about this in previous oh, well, yeah, episodes yeah, but but yeah. like she was like the cool planes of the of of you know the wind was blowing in the planes and I knew <laughs> my father looked at me for the last time you know, you know anyway that was, I was like your I was like your Elsa in, uh, in in impression that's always that's always a treat but but. but <laughs> and then but, she came uh, back for 1923 oh my gosh i remember being at work and we were, we were like man 1923 tonight you know like we were like yeah we were all excited and everything and then the first episode comes out and it's like oh no like she's you know she's narrating she's like my uncle my jacob came, oh came into town oh yeah I, I thought i was rid of her you know i was like I was like, yeah, 1923, Harrison Ford. Woo, woo. And uh, all of a sudden it just goes, my mother and father had three children. Only one would live to see their bloodline. I'm like, oh, God, no. And uh, that's too funny. And, anyway, uh, no, 1883 was really good. And then at the point 1883 came out, Yellowstone started to suffer in content. Uh-huh. I'm okay. sorry. It, well, quality. Let's just say that story okay. storyline. Then 1923 came out, and so far, dude, it's been three or four episodes. Phenomenal show. I love mm-hmm. it. It's my favorite so far. It's even yeah. beat Yellowstone to me. Wow. And, okay. Oh yeah, because Yellowstone is. Look, I'm telling you, the longer a show goes on, it's climbing yeah. that ladder, right? It goes up, 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 and then all of a sudden you have a down season, and mm-hmm. man, it takes a lot to recover from that for me. Yeah, um, I mean I that. that's the sole reason Game of Thrones will never be my number one show of all time because of the last season and a half. Like I, I'll sure. even go season and a half. It was on a uh, it was on a mark to be the, uh, the, the it was on a pace to be the best show of all time. Nothing could ever beat it. Yeah, and You're right. I even saw um, which is again we'll do another uh, topic switch here in a second, but. I even saw um, where the little girl that played Liana Mormont, the little girl that is in Last of Us, which we'll talk about yeah. in a second. Um, she was on Jimmy Kimmel, and he was like, do people still come up to you and talk about Game of Thrones? And she was like, well, yeah, they do. And he's like, what do they say? And she said, they mostly complain about the ending. Why would and, you complain to a little girl about that? Hey, well, man, your your like, show was great. I know you were like eight at the time, but man, that show really sucked on the ending, man. What do you think about yeah, that, you're little right. girl? 
people it's are stupid, dude. It is stupid, but people it's are just, so stupid. It's, it's 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 funny that that is what they have to say. Is that they're like, man, you know, you were awesome in the show, but it sure did suck. You know, like you, you well, know listen, that is like, that is what's funny. That that is what's funny because it, I say that I say that, but you do like if you ever do get like a. I'm going to say an intimate moment with a, with a celebrity or something like that, that has worked on a show like that. It is funny how, how easy it is to kind of not necessarily complain about their work. Cause like, did I ever tell you about that guy that I, uh, they kind of, they kind of baited me a little bit. I'll be honest with you about, uh, Superman blue, whenever that whole thing happened, when he got his electric no. powers, I'll tell you about the story. So I'm walking down the street no. in Metropolis there, you know, and I'm walking these two artists, you know, and I mean, I knew they were artists. They'd worked on Superman. I didn't know, you know, specifically what they'd worked on. And we walked by a stand and they had some toys. Are you talking of, you about know, a comic, this is a comic book? Is it comic comic, book? Yeah, yeah. We're going back okay, to Superman. Sorry. 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 No, I'll go, sorry. I'll go back to, I'll go back to Mormon in a minute, but, um, but anyway, we walked by Superman Blue when he got his electric powers, right? Okay. And uh, one of the artists says, "Yeah, man." He said, uh, "What? What'd you think about? What'd you think about that?" And 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 uh, the other not knowing that he's the artist, or well, now, hold on, you're jumping ahead. Hold on. So so the, I'm walking down the street with both these guys. The guy says, "What'd you think about that?" And I said, "Well, I said." Man, like there was a big petition here in town, save our Superman, you know, none of them here in town. I said, I thought it was kind of cool. I said, but honestly, there was just no reason like for it. And then the guy said, well, that's funny because this guy here talking about the other guy we were with uh, designed him. And I, and I said, well, dude, that's the thing. I said, I didn't say anything. I, I back, I backtracked, but I, but I think I, I sold it. I said, well, that's the thing though, man. I said, his, he looks awesome. I said, I love the look. I said, but I said, there just was no reason to have all them electric powers and be able to travel through <laughs> phone lines. And all that. But it was just, I mean, they they really set me up, but it is funny though. Cause like I, like I was saying, you do almost feel like you can kind of complain a little bit, I guess. Like it's, to, their, like it's their project or something. Well, yeah. You know, oh, well, well you understand. It's like, it's like, it's like, oh, you understand you're part of it. You know, you, you know, you know, yeah. you know, you know, I go back but, to uh, my, uh, I didn't know which way you were going to go, but I go back to my Billy D. Williams interaction. And like, out of all the things I could have said, like, I loved you in 1989, Batman, you know, like Harvey Dent loved you. <laughs> sure. Sure. I, I, you know, like I love you as Lando Calrissian. You're, you know, you're the best. Oh yeah. All I, all I said to the guy was I watched you on dancing with the stars. That's what I, <laughs> like, yeah, like you know me, you know, you know my Batman love. You know my. How Star have I not Wars heard love. this story? Have I have I heard this story? Well, you got me in there to see him. I thought, like, because <laughs> I did, but I don't remember I only, you saying I, I loved you on Dancing with the dude, Stars. <laughs> I just like, and, but you know what though? That spawned like a five minute conversation with him. He wanted to oh, talk okay. about it. like okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't just go. Really, like Colt Forty Five, you can't talk about that or whatever. You know, like he, like I just I, he was signing our stuff, and uh, Katie was pregnant with Luke, and we had Jack with us, and I was like, "Can we get a picture with you?" And he's like, "Absolutely," you know, like and I was just I, like, and yeah. then, like as he as he's signing our pictures, which I have him sign, I had him sign a Lando Calrissian picture, you know, <laughs> and um, I go. I was like, so, uh, I was like, you having fun out here in Metropolis? He's like, yeah, it's a pretty nice town, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and I go, and I was like, uh, well, I just wanted to let you know, man, I, you know, I, I rooted for you on Dance with the Stars. And I was like, and he was like, 
he goes, hey. you know, he's, hey, like, yeah. he's like, he just got into this long conversation about how hard it was. And, <laughs> and, and uh, I was that like, I walked away funny. going, what a freaking idiot. I was like, I cannot <laughs> believe that out of all the things I could have been like, you know, like, oh my, you know, you truly belong in the clouds. I could have been like that or what, you know, like I, I went with dancing with the stars. Oh man, that's ways, funny. You know? But uh, yeah, so funny. it's just it's it's funny the things that pop in your head though. That's what I was well, trying sure. to get at. Is like you 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 think you got all this planned out, and you know when I met Brett Favre, I was like, uh, "Congratulations <laughs> on the Hall of Fame!" <laughs> you know, like, he probably thought I was challenged. You know, like he probably, he was probably like he's probably like, "How'd this guy get in here by himself without a helper or whatever?" Because like, <laughs> without I, I without just, a, a helper. Well, I mean, uh, uh, he, he probably. I mean, I was I was damn near. You know, like I was almost speechless. You know, and. Oh yeah, and I just was. I was like, yeah, and I just went for a handshake. You know, <laughs> luckily I had Jack there to break the ice because he messed around with Jack as a kid. You know, he was like, "Hey, buddy," you know, like kind of messing with him, and that Woo, that, made, that was close. Yeah, that was close. Yeah, it made yeah, it made me feel less challenged anyway. But, but yeah, meeting celebrities is just it never ends the way you think it's gonna go. You know, no. like it's you're always gonna do something stupid. Like I got told I told you the Eddie Vedder story too, right? Uh I don't remember. Remind me. I was in Chicago for the Pearl Jam concerts and uh they have a huge merch tent set up outside really Wrigley Field. And because Pearl Jam fans are such freaks, we uh we covet our merchandise so much. Like they make individual shirts, they make individual posters for every show. Okay. Right. And um, for the Wrigley Field concerts, it was two shows, two nights, and um, they had four, like, I think they had four posters, like, so that way, like, people that didn't get one had a choice of, like, you know, like, hey, well, that one's sold out, so I'll just get this one and still have a memory of it. But what happens is the Pearl Jam fans freak out, and they're like, give me one of each, you know, or whatever. Sure. Like me, for instance. So we stood in line really, really early that morning to go to the merch tent. And by the time we got out, it was like lunchtime, right? Okay. And we're walking out of the merch tent. The crowd has dissipated quite a bit. There wasn't a lot of people around, right? And I look over at this restaurant right next to Wrigley Field. And it's like, uh, what's bigger than a Tahoe? Is that it? Is that the Tahoe? Tahoe's biggest, Suburb- right? Suburban? Suburban. Suburban, sorry. Suburban. The Suburban pulls up. This black, like smooth-ass looking Suburban pulls up. And this, like, these huge guys get out, right? And Jill is Ed's wife, and she gets out of the Suburban. And some, I just heard another fan say, oh, there's Jill, you know? And I look back, I was like, oh, come on, whatever. And I was like, oh, it is Jill, you it know? It is Jill, okay. And then all of a sudden, you see little, like, five-foot-nothing Ed get out of his, he gets out of the Suburban, and he's with his wife. He's got his body, I knew his bodyguard from other concerts and stuff. And I just go, that's Eddie Vedder, you know, and <laughs> he, t- he hears me like, that's how close we are. Like we're like six, seven feet. Of, like, I don't even know a little bit further than that, but still it was loud enough and close enough that he like turns around, looks at me. He just goes like, you know, and gives me like, a little wave cool. and a smile. And I told old Michael Jackson fanned out. Like I was like, <gasps> oh my God. I, was like I was like, he just waved at me. You know, I never <laughs> yeah. thought, I never, th- like I didn't cry, but I was just like, I was so excited. Like I was speechless, you know, and I was like, sure. ah, like, like run, I, I could have flipped over a car probably. I had so much adrenaline. <laughs> uh, um, that reminds me, 
It weird, that, that, it's weird how it hits you is what I'm trying to get at. Oh, yeah. Well, and that, that reminds me uh, that <laughs> you yell. It just reminds me so much of uh, Grand Ole Opry. Hey, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Jack yeah. White. Uh, and then well, we both I mean, actually you know, scared when he looked around. We're like, yeah, yeah oh, we're like, oh, oh, we both kind of slung down <laughs> in our seat. Uh, oh, I hope we didn't hear us. Do you remember, do you but, remember uh, me going up next to him after the thing? Yes. And it was awkward because <laughs> we were stalking him. I remember very oh, well. Oh, he just yes. looked at me like, and hey, I was like, hey, Jack, what's <laughs> up, man? He's like, hey, man, hey, what's yeah. up? Hey, what's up, yes. man? How's it going, man? <laughs> yeah, like, what could well, I, what, I could have said thousands of things, but anyway, go ahead. Well, say, I mean, Ant-Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all, oh, it's all in the moment, dude. It's all in the moment. And they're you know, just you get... normal people, man. Like, they're just normal people, too. But see, but to and you, though, we... they're not. He's a rock star. You know, Eddie Vedder's yep. a rock star. You know, he yep. is Ant-Man. He's in every movie yep. ever made, Paul Rudd, you know. Yep. Yep. It's it just is it's all about context and and you do it is hard to remember sometimes though. Like you said, they are just people, you know. Well, um, once somebody breaks the ice, like who was it that broke the ice for you for Paul Rudd or whatever? Like uh, well, that man, Mike Michael Ian Black, dude, was so yeah. cool, man. He's such a Which nice he's, guy. He's very famous, but he's less famous. Yeah, obviously, yeah. He, oh, he's Rudd. he's he's probably B or C lister for sure. But I mean, still, it's like I don't know. He's still, right, he's a, lot still of a celebrity. Know he is yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but I mean, you along know. the lines. Not to change the subject too too much, but along the lines of um, new stuff coming out, did you hear about the the redo of Justified? Yeah, well, it's a it's a sequel. I'm sorry, I I didn't I didn't mean redo, but like yeah, the, a, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And he's so going to what do you think about he's, that? Where's he going? Detroit or something like that? Well, he it's going to start out at he's he's in Miami still. That's what I've heard. The, the, okay. the videos I've watched about it is he's going to be in Miami. His daughter is now 14 years old with his okay. uh, Winona with his ex wife or whatever they want to call that. Um, okay. And then he's going to find himself going to Detroit, like you said. And man, it it just. It, the only thing I think it's going to hurt it is if Walton Goggins is not in it. You know, like I, he, he's in jail. I get it. I know that. But and spoiler alert for anybody that's not watched Justified, but the original series. But um, so good. If know, you man. haven't watched it, you have to go. Oh, you have to watch it. It's I mean, so it's good. like it's like a nine out of ten for me. I yeah, mean, it, I don't it's think really it good. ever. I don't think it ever really got bad. Like I said, it. I don't think it yeah. ever trailed off, or it just was. It was. I don't know. He was. He. Timothy Oliphant is one of my favorite. Like when I see that he's in something, I'm like, Ooh, I got to watch yeah. that. You know, I agree. Um, yeah. But yeah, they said, I was just watching a video on it like this morning and it said that he's going to go to Detroit and he's going to go against this, like, you know, unstoppable bad guy or whatever. Sure. And I think there's another bad guy or something that's going to be crossing paths with him. But uh, speaking of Ant-Man. Well, hold on. back watch- to Oliphant, back oh, to sorry, Oliphant, sorry. just real, real quick. Uh, he was awesome on Mandalorian. I agree. I, I agree. loved him on that, and then and then also though too. And we also you, have um, not seen the last of him because the little scene where he's in the tank at the end. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. He's yeah, alive, dude. dude. He's alive, so he's um, we haven't seen the last of him. Also, did you ever watch Santa Clarita Diet? Did you watch that with him? Yes, in with uh, Drew Barrymore. Yes, yes. Did you you like that? Didn't did. you? I didn't finish it, but I watched oh, the first well, two seasons. I mean, I don't I know lo- how much. No, I loved it. got canceled it early, like, so, you know. Well, my problem was it was like, dude, 
I could put up with so much, right? I mm-hmm. violence is not a thing with me, but like just purely like talking about eating people and stuff that got to me <laughs> yeah. a little bit, like it, and like how like they grinded them up in the juicer and stuff. It, that was gross, <laughs> dude. Like I, I can deal with Mortal Kombat. I can deal with Walking Dead. I can deal with you know blowing heads off and stuff like sure. that. Like when you're sitting there eat, when you're drinking a blood milkshake, it's just gross <laughs> to me. I don't know what like. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've, I've never yeah. been a big vampire guy either. Like, you know, like uh, my wife loved True Blood. Couldn't right. watch it. I couldn't watch really? it. They would, drink, they, they would drink those literal cans of blood, right? Like, that's well, what Well, yeah, and, and that's what always got kind of weirded me out about that show. And then, like, you know, people are, like, doing it and stuff, and they're rubbing blood all over each other. And I'm just like, this is so weird. Like, I mean, I watched like, the whole thing, but I was like, this is so weird. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't mess with blood like real blood. You know, when it's yeah. like again shooting somebody, like they're bleeding through their shirt and stuff, or you know, like their head gets chopped off, like that. I get that's movie that's movie magic, right? Sure. Yeah. But like when you're sitting there sipping a see through glass and it's got red <laughs> thick like red thick blood, and of course everybody's bit their tongue or bit their lip and they've tasted their own blood. It's like metallic and irony taste. It's so yeah. gross. That's and too like, funny. That is just that's one thing to me that's like, nope, I'm not interested. Yeah. You know, like no, I get it. I, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. So I did watch that show, but I didn't finish it because I think I just got caught. I got caught up in the moment where like a bunch of shows came out uh-huh. and it just fell it fell to the back to the back, you know, and I'm yeah. like, oh, oh well, they can't they canceled it, so now there's no reason for me to even finish it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I get it. But anyway, what were you gonna but say? Anyway, Sorry. I was going to say, speaking of Ant-Man, you know, your famous encounter with uh, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Did you see the new Mania trailer? I like, yeah, I did. And I, what I liked about it is I liked kind of the more serious tone. Um, You know, because they, they didn't have the David Bowie song. Um, And they just kind of really, I don't know. I, again, it tells you too much. Did you ever watch it? I know you were saying you might not. Um, did I ever watch what though? Oh yeah, I did. The watch trailer. It. Yeah. You did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause, mm-hmm. cause um, yeah, it just, it was a lot. I felt like the tone of it was a lot more serious. Um, it, it looks like Janet is probably going to end up paying a lot for stuff that she did not tell them about the quantum realm, which is stupid. Like, why would you not tell Who's Janet? Remind me who that is. Uh, Hank's wife. Oh, Hank Pym's okay. wife, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, like, why would you? Whatever. Yeah, why would you not tell? Why would you not tell everybody everything about the quantum realm that you know? You know, because like I think at one point in the trailer, like, oh yeah, there was one thing I didn't tell you about the quantum realm. It's like, why? What? Yeah. Like, is that an exposition moment? Probably. Is that yeah. for stupid? Is that is that for stupid audiences? Probably. But it's like, like, why in a reality situation would she not literally tell them every single thing that happened to her? I don't know. It's just stupid. And then, of course, well, of course, the whole thing so, from the first trailer with the daughter, uh, with Cassie activating that beacon and her being like, wait, that sends a signal to the quantum realm. And it's like you're doing <laughs> quantum. You're doing quantum stuff without telling me you're going to do it before you do it. Like, I just I think it's so stupid and unbelievable. Now, keep in mind, I could be completely wrong here in a few weeks when the movie comes out. But just for my money's worth right now, I think that's a dumb plot point dumb are we gonna try to are we gonna try to go see that together on a yeah i'd like to something yeah i'd like to um so i'll tell you one thing that bothers me about all this and again we've already talked about marvel we did like a two and a half hour episode um 
about the uh, Infinity Saga. But that's okay. Nobody, no, nobody that's listening right now stuck around for it. So you go ahead and uh, you go ahead, <laughs> you go ahead well, and talk about it. That's that's not necessarily true. But anyway, uh, the thing about it is, is um, I feel like again we've said this to death. They they really finished it with going with Thanos right off the bat was too much. I think uh, looking back at it now, like we were all blown away. Right. Sure. But, but to know that they're going to continue on, you know, they're trying to build this Kang, the conqueror up to be something that I don't feel like he's going to live up to. And I'm, I'm not trying to diss the actor. I, I have no problem with him whatsoever. I, I don't even know that much about Kang. And a matter of fact, I just looked up what, do you know what his powers are by the way? He's from the future is about all I know. Okay, got, well, let me just read you. Technology, these are his, I guess. These are his abilities. I just looked it up because I just, I just wanted to know. And I know Thanos didn't have any powers except for the fact that he was a uh, what, what was he called? Uh, a Titan. Titan, yeah. Anyway, uh, genius level intellect. Well, that's what Thanos had, right? Sure. Skilled tactician and hand to hand combat. Thanos okay. again, right? Access to advanced technology. Okay. Whoa, we're kind of following down the same path, right? Yeah. And then here's where it kind of goes otherwise. Highly advanced battle armor that grants enhanced strength, speed, stamina, and durability. Yeah. Time travel. That this is with his this was with his armor. So I, without it, I don't think he can do all this. Time travel. Okay. Okay. Energy hologram and force field projection. Okay. And the ability to control other forms of technology. Now, from what I understand, in this Ant Man Quantum Mania, he is going to be requiring um not hank pym oh my gosh what's his name scott lang he's gonna be requiring scott to build him something to where he can like go to the to the quantum get out of the quantum realm or whatever and control like take over the world apparently he's wanted he's wanted to take over he's wanted to rule the timelines is essentially what he's wanted to do because you never finished loki did you did you you never finished loki nope see so the Loki Loki season one, the end of it is kind of a must. Um, because that's I, I where I keep you, hearing that, but I mean, you know, you can't tell me everybody's watching that dude. No, but I mean it'll it'll really shed a lot of light on who Kang is because like he talks about how he's all of it, he's the only one keeping all his variants back at bay. And if you know, and if if you kill me, then they'll all come back and you'll get somebody a lot worse than me. And supposedly that's the the whole uh plot i guess of of what how we ended up in quantum mania because because uh spoiler alert uh he does get killed and so all the timelines and all the universes and everything all kind of start to go nuts and this king that's end, this in is the end of loki yeah yeah okay. it's it's in, it's intense dude so then like so i think that's kind of where we got like so with quantum mania this is a variant of Kang, I think he's going to end up being the variant that's like the big bad of you know of everything, uh, and it's so much worse than the than the one from Loki. Um, so I mean, yeah, you know, and then I guess did you see too where they confirmed that uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be back for Secret Wars? Soccer, shocker, total shock. Uh, <sighs> not really, not really. It was, it, I mean, who didn't oh, see that man. coming? I- I just well they're they're also saying something about Chris Evans too. They're trying. I mean, like they're trying to get him back. Um, it wouldn't shock I me. Just, what I it wouldn't shock me if it would not shock me in the least on Secret Wars to have um you would have I 
I mean, they could go, they could go crazy with this, dude. They could bring back Jessica Alba. They could bring back Chris Evans as Human Torch. They could bring back, of course, Hugh Jackman will probably be there. Deadpool will probably be there. They could bring back Charles Xavier. They could bring back John Krasinski as Reed Richards. They could bring back, I mean, all these people that have ever played any Marvel character, literally ever. They could bring Eric Bana back, as far as that's concerned. And 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 it would it would make uh, sense in the narrative. You know, because it's well, just a different variant. I think that's a this is a scapegoat that they've created with this multiverse. I, I'm not a huge fan of it. I'll just be honest with you. Um, I think uh, you need to go with what you did. And there's sometimes yeah. when you make there's sometimes when you make mistakes in the story. I get it. Okay. Yeah. I, I know that you need to be like, ooh, you know, that didn't go well with the fans, and the fans didn't like how we did this or this or that. <clears throat> Excuse me. In those movies, I understand the multiverse correcting those stories, kind of like with sure. the No Way Home Spider Man, right? Right. The the No Way the No Way Home Spider Man kind of made you realize, hey, you know what? Those previous Spider Man movies weren't that bad. I love these guys, but they didn't right. change anything. They didn't change anything. Right. They just brought those guys back. They never died in their previous movies. Iron Man's dead. You know, like right. it, it, I get the multiverse. I get it. Leave, leave him in the ground leave him alone the impact of that was humongous and for that reason people loved Endgame. people loved infinity war you are lessening those movies you are lessening his character when you bring him back just to kill him again or to say goodbye again it lessens his first goodbye i mean like because yeah. you know if he's in secret wars he's gonna be like this like well uh, just like no way home I've done my part. We'll see you later. You know, and like, bye. I mean, you can't tell me that's going to be as impactful as, and I am Iron Man. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's, Toy it's Story 4 is a good example of that, too. Just let sleeping dogs lie and and don't, you know. Uh, Again, though, yes, I do. I, I halfway will move in the middle there. Um, yeah, Toy Story 4 was totally unnecessary, but nobody died. You know, like that's the thing is like nobody died in the Toy Story three, to well, no, but 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 in a way, I mean, you know, you said your goodbyes to the characters is, is was the point I was making, not necessarily dying. I don't, you know, but each other, you know, it's a little different, a little different. But I do see what you're, I do see your point. And you have a very valid point. Um, I just got a message saying my internet is unstable. But anyway, <laughs> I noticed you're kind of skipping, skipping a little bit. Go ahead. Oh, it was? Yeah, but I mean, it might not translate. Go ahead. Here you go. Oh, okay. Well, but I get what you're saying, and I don't disagree with you. It's just that people are going to go both sides on it. Like, oh, we get sure. Robert Downey Jr. back. Um, you know, people were thrilled to get another Toy Story. You know, my kids my kids hate 3 and 4 Toy Story because they're both sad. Like, yeah. the endings are both sad. And sure. at, at the age of 12 and 8, which they were younger when those movies came out, but they didn't they don't like them because right. of how they end and uh i mean i remember taking jack to see episode seven you know mm-hmm. um which what what year was that 15 something like that i think yeah so he was five or six when it came out and i just remember him looking up at me when they killed han solo spoiler alert and he was just devastated and then on the drive sure. home, on the drive home, he literally went through the Star Wars, the six other movies, not, not, mm-hmm. you know, eight, eight and nine weren't out yet. And, uh, one, two and three just were kind of in, you know, non 
important to him. Sure. But um, he goes, Daddy, you know, I don't like um, episode seven, and I don't like episode six. And I and I said, well, what's wrong with Return of the Jedi? And he goes, Yoda dies and Darth Vader dies. And he didn't like the fact they killed off characters, you know. Yeah. And kids, kids are sensitive to that, you know. Uh, of course, adults are too, but it was just funny that he – but purposely was like, I don't like this movie because they came right. on solo. I don't like this movie. And I thought seven was really good. I yeah. thought seven was up to, I thought seven was same quality as, as four five and six to me. Yeah, um, I agree. But it was, agree it was sentimental. It was sentimental, but mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> the Iron Man thing again, you know, not, not we're jumping all over the place, but I, I would rather them just leave it alone. I mean, if you, yes or no, right now, leave it alone or not. What do you think? there's no like there's, there's no like well, no, no, i mean like there's not a black and white nope colin you're the executive producer of marvel right now do you do we bring downey jr back or not bring him back oh my gosh i know you disagree but i'm gonna say bring him back i just think ultimately no you know if they're if they come to me and they say ben we need a you know we need a decision on this downey jr thing i'll be like sorry he's he's gone i mean we, we wrote his we finished his story uh now I'm less, I'm less against bringing back Captain America because he didn't die, and you could change his story all around because of how he did. Like when he when he goes back and puts the stones back and all that, and he grows right. old like a normal person. Man, right. you could really do some cool stuff with that. I mean, they they could go back right now and do a 1970s Captain America. Like, I mean, he yeah. could, I told myself I'd never put the shield on again, but there he is. You know, like there's a threat that we didn't have in the seventies that we do now, you know, you could go back and do a lot of stuff with captain America. Iron Man's done. It's, I, I, and he's my favorite, but he's done. And, um, I think they're going to find out that Falcon captain America is going to be a, it's going to be a flop. I think. I I don't I'm I'm anxious to see where they go with it. I mean, you know, I'm gonna I don't I don't mind Sam. He he I, I like him okay as a character. Really? I, I think yeah yeah he doesn't bug me. Um, I like him a lot more than I like Bucky. Oh uh, just... yeah. I mean, well, Falcon, okay, Falcon and Winter Soldier though. was not a great was not a great series. Um, okay, hold it, on, hold on. Go ahead. Do you not yeah, like Bucky because of how they utilize him? I think, and this is dumb. I think I just don't like his face. <laughs> like you know, something about something about just uh, looking at the guy. I'm like, oh, I just, uh, I just don't like. Well, you. I kind of feel that you way know? about Sam. But I, I kind of feel that way about Sam because I hate how when <laughs> Captain America goes back to take the stones back, he like he's like trying to threaten the Hulk. You know, he's like, bring him back. I say, bring him back. You know what I'm like. Come on, dude! Like the Hulk would just yeah. pinch the, your head off. Like you know, who are you? You're not. You're not. An well, you gotta think. Ninja. You gotta think though. You gotta think though too that that you know. And he, he's not. You're right. You're right. He's not an original. But I mean, Sam and Steve have known each other for a very long time. Uh, Sam and Bucky have known each other since the '40s. Well, yeah, but Bucky, but Bucky's kind of. I feel like I feel like Sam is a lot more of an emotional character. Bucky, see, I is hate more how they twisted that. I hated how they twisted no. that. They that they should have flip flopped that and had Winter Soldier Bucky be the one to go over there and say hi to him because I mean they, oh, they basically no. like they basically ended their relationship whenever he goes, 
see you see you later or whatever you know not if i see you yeah. whatever they what did they say what, yeah something like that i don't remember don't do anything, yeah, he right. goes don't do anything stupid or whatever and he's like you know i learned from the best or some shit like that i can't yeah. remember what he said anyway when he comes back bucky is like so emotionless he's like sam over there and like he didn't even yeah. go talk to him and i'm like dude this is the guy that went that put marvel at war for you right you're right yeah and, and that's that's a gonna, very valid argument you're gonna write their relationship off like that that was the only mistake i feel like they made they they besides the hulk thing uh they should have flip-flopped the falcon and bucky i think but um uh, well at the end of the being at, at the end of the day falcon falcon and winter soldier was uh i think you're just kind of introducing like the dark avengers and stuff with u.s More agent too yeah yeah More well villains. yeah with like u.s agent and then of course uh julia louis dreyfus's character and uh who by the way had a cameo on wakanda forever um i heard about that yeah yeah um because it turns out she was spoiler alert uh married to everett ross uh martin shorts or oh. martin freeman's martin freeman's character so that's kind of how they're tying that he's together. a ross i didn't yeah. know he was a ross yeah, Everett Ross is his name. So that's kind of is he Thunderbolt Ross's nephew no, or something? Or? I, well, he might be. I don't. I don't have any idea about what his relationship is. But like, is that going to be weird? It being Harrison Ford instead of William Hurt. It's going to be very weird. I don't look, dude. I love Harrison Ford. Don't think it's a really good casting. I really don't. Why? I, I mean, why? Why is? I mean, I guess the paycheck. He'd tell you, I'm here for the paycheck. That's but, the other thing. I'm, I'm starting to get kind of like you, where like you get kind of offended by that. Like, yeah, man, sure. Have a little pride in your yeah. uh, characters that you're playing. I get oh, it. Yeah. Like, um, but at the same time, it is their job. That is that that that's that, that he's just doing his job. He doesn't have to love the person that he's playing. You know, it'd be like saying no. like, it'd be like saying you're you're playing Hitler. You know, and you're like, yeah, I love Hitler. You know, like you, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, it's not the same. It's not the same. He cemented but... he he cemented my opinion of him. I can I don't know if it was a Tonight Show or something. What's it like playing a Dutton? Well, I'm not really a Dutton. I'm, a, you know, I'm a Ford or whatever he said. It's like, bro, just answer the stupid question, dude. What the, what the hell's wrong with you, man? Just give the fans a little well, bit. Even- because let me, let me remind you, Harrison Ford, you would not be who you are today without fans. You wouldn't be yeah, who you no, are. No, no, no. Well, you know the uh, Indiana yeah, Jones you know, geeks, the Star Wars geeks. You know the 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 uh, uh, the Blade Runner geeks. Jack whoever. Ryan. The Jack, the Jack Ryan. Ryan we're all we are who made you, and he needs to remember that. I think, and he doesn't, no, I, and I, and I think that his, that's a shame. Uh, his uh, non-compassion for the characters is very strange, and in the fact that, and then what bothers me too. This is this is always like a pet peeve of mine too. Like, say you play a character so many times, like he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came out there at that D D twenty three convention, and he was like. We have a very great. This movie kicks ass. And then all the all you know, like I'm like sitting there going, you know, if you're not going to play up to the character, don't hype this bull crap up to us because the movie is going to be. Man, I'm fully anticipating Indiana Jones five or six. Is it six? Five Five or six? Five. Yeah. I'm anticipating it to be subpar. I really am, and I, I hope it blows me away. Like I hope. I'm going into it negative 
hoping that it's like changes my opinion. Otherwise, I just want to walk out going, well, it was what I thought it was. You know, like, yeah. I just, I don't want to be like, it's going to be a mate. You know, I don't want to be like you and Brock, basically, because you guys are going to come <laughs> out of it. You, well, I mean, I'm just being real. You guys are going to come out of it going, I thought it was pretty good. And I'm like, yeah, really? You thought that crap was good? You know, like, he can, he needs a walker. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I get what you. he's doing I get on you. what he's doing on 1923 is perfect for him at this age, and he does not yeah. need to be playing Indiana Jones riding horses through down. Well, I mean, he's riding horses on 1923, but like <laughs> doing car chases on Indiana Jones with a it's got a green screen and he's you know dodging bullets from guns and and I'm I'm talking about in a non cowboy way. Like he's playing a yeah. cowboy on 1923, and it's like perfect yeah. because cowboys were not like you know the flash or nothing, you know, right. And watching him in that trailer, I was just like, this dude's getting old, man. And, yeah. And he it, is. It breaks my heart because I get it. I, I love Harrison Ford, but man, I just can't see him as Thunderbolt Ross, even though Thunderbolt Ross is an older man. I mean, he, he's going to turn into one, isn't he like the red Hulk or something like in yeah, Ross? something like that. I think. Yeah. Like, I That's just can't I'm... see Harrison Ford be like, you won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, I don't know, man. He, he's 80 years old. Yeah, it, you're right. It's its too old. Find I thought the else. same thing. I thought the same thing, though, about Patrick Stewart. No, no. See, whatever, you're, dude. See, in, you're I, wrong I, about I, that. I remember Are you talking about there? Professor X? Yeah. I remember sitting dude, there watching. Perfect. I, I remember sitting there watching. Um, well, and I mean, maybe not even necessarily as as Professor X, but I remember watching Picard, which I know you don't watch, but I remember like sitting there because like there was a couple scenes where he was having to run away from like an explosion or something, you know, like Tom Cruise style. And I just and you know, you look at his face too. Sometimes you're like, man, that dude is ancient. You're talking and, about apples and oranges, dude. But as yeah, as Professor X in a wheelchair, yeah, sure, why not? You know, that's, that's what I'm fine. Saying. That's fine, but I mean, yeah, but like you said, is in an action role and everything, it does get kind of hairy with these oh, older. No, actors. I agree with you on Picard. I, I haven't seen Picard, but the trailer, he's like, like he's like yeah. punching somebody, and I'm like, come on, dude, that would like you, you'd feel like a fly landing on your face or something. You but know? the problem like, is, I mean, that's that's kind of what you you know you. You don't want to see it, but like your brain kind of tells you, you know, I do want to see Indiana Jones whip his whip again. I do want to see Indiana Jones you know, grab his hat from a, from a closing door. You know, I do want to see this stuff, but then when it happens, you're kind of like, Oh, well, that's grandpa Jones. And I, I was just fixing to say, I don't know if I want to see that anymore. <laughs> you know? got, well, that, that, I, I get your nostalgia because I'm part of it too. Sure. But when you, when you have those three beyond classic films to go back and reference, Anytime you want to, anytime you want to, you can go back and be like, man, I feel like watching some BA, you know, some uh, Indiana Jones, you know, sure. and you got to go back to like <clears throat> the crystal skull is sort of embarrassing. And then, and then this one, he's going to be even older. Like, I mean, he's like mm -hmm. what, almost, almost like 10, 15 years older. Right. Like crystal skull came out like in the early two thousands or mid two thousands. Right. Yeah. I don't remember. Whew. I mean, and he was like, he was old looking in that one. I mean, yeah. Even as hair, uh, even as Han Solo in seven, he's like, let's get to the ship, Chewie. And you're just like, woo. <laughs> he's like a little bit older, you know, like, I, well, but you got to admit though, dude, it was pretty freaking awesome when him and Chewie were on the Falcon 
we're home. I mean, that was Oh, I could have loved it more. I mean, like I would rival anybody say that they loved it more than I did. I, of course, then the no look, then the no look shoot too. That was pretty awesome. Everything about him and everything about him and Chewie in episode seven cemented their relationship to me. And yeah, I was told cool. you before, I told you before when they're doing the detonators, even when they're going outside, Chewie hands Han his jacket and, and Han just looks at him like, you thought about that? You know, like they, they were just, they were such a brother like relationship. Yeah. And when he's out there on that platform and he's trying to convince Ben to go back to the light, you can hear Chewie's like baited breath. He's like, <laughs> you know, he's like, he's on that platform. Like he's out of breath running around doing these detonators, man. Yeah. That is what's so sad to me. It's not the Harrison Ford dying. It's Chewie's reaction. Like when, when yeah. he, man, I mean, I want to go back and watch the part right now just because like Chewie's a, <laughs> Chewie's a damn Muppet and like you yeah. can feel his pain. When well, like, do you, part of the movie, do you think too, though, like, like maybe and just add kind of another layer to that sadness. Do you think Chewie, um, like was handing him his jacket and all that stuff? You know, you think he did it because he did see his friend getting old and yeah, of course he did, you know, Chewie's like stuff like that. 500 years old. Right. I mean, he's well, yeah, Chewie's but I mean, old. but, but I mean, in the grand scheme, like, but he, he knew that- you know, Her- Han aged faster yeah. i guess you could say yeah, no. well he knew he was a human he you know yeah. or whatever you call so, it. I, I mean like, I, I don't know i don't are they called humans in star wars i guess i mean yeah yeah i, I guess yeah, so, they are. Right? yeah they are yeah yeah yeah, yeah they are. so yeah like of course he did he saw he saw that he was having to take care of him you know he mm-hmm. was like so here's your jacket you know and then i, I don't know but then i love his like uh, like after when man when he stabs han and you hear chili scream Chewbacca takes zero seconds to realize what happened, and then he just shoots Ben Solo mm-hmm. right in the stomach. I mean, like yeah. he just was like, "Mother," you know, like it just yeah. Well, and then you got you got to think though too. There's probably there's probably a little bit of a attachment though to Ben as well. You would have you would have thought so, and I, I mean, think until he, well, yeah, until he blasted exactly. him in the exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, no, 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 you know, I, I agree with you. I'm saying like he did have attachment to him, but what I'm saying is, you know, is, he is was like, there when he was born and like helped take care of him and stuff. You know, that yeah, that was, you know, he threw that relationship out the window when he stabbed yeah. her, when he stabbed hot. And like Chewbacca was like, oh, you're dead to me, boy. Yeah. Gonna, I, I, I mean, if he could have got his hands on him, he'd have, he'd have killed him. I mean, like, oh, I, he'd, I he'd have ripped his arms out of his sockets. Absolutely. Right. And then he would have been. You know, like put his, hands <laughs> put his, put his arms back, back behind his head. Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah, because like he's just, <laughs> but, and, you, and you notice too, like Chewbacca was in the building that he just put all these detonators, in, and he just goes, it mm-hmm. just like he just started blowing it up. He didn't care for his own life at that point. Yeah, and the, yeah, the crucial right. thing that the crucial thing that Episode Seven did is they didn't have him hug Leia when they got back. Yeah, dumb. <laughs> that was really stupid. Dumb. But anyway. But anyway, oh, all right. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, that's this episode. Um, nonsense. We, bunch of nonsense. Bunch of nonsense. <laughs> that's what we do best. Um, but um, as always, please, please, please um, give me some feedback in our email, Facebook, whatever. Uh, again, like I said, we're on Twitter now at Two Guys in a Pod. Um, Ben's working on getting us on TikTok, so look out for us there. Just some sound bites if you don't listen to the full episode um we've got the movie movie and tv reviews thing still going we're gonna put some more of those out um let's see what uh yeah ben and colin show at 
gmail.com is the email. Um, I think that's really about it. If you guys have any suggestions on what you want us to talk about, if you want to be on the show, if you have any questions you'd like for me to read on the show, stuff like that, please, we'll give you out shout outs, whatever y'all want. Um, we're here for you. Well, and for us, but we're here for you. So mostly uh, for us, mostly for us, but also for you guys. But anyway, thanks again so much for watching and we will catch you next time. Bye. You know, I was going to say, you don't sign off anymore. Go ahead and sign off, Ben. Bye. See you later. Bye.